Welcome to The Uncomfortable Truth. Alan Weiss here. Today I'm talking about the standards crash. That is the crash of standards. The uncomfortable truth is that standards are declining. The post office used to promise a standard wherein at 8 a.m. in the morning, your mail would be in your post office box. 8 a.m. And then the mail started to become late, 8.15, 8.30, then it moved toward 9. Well, they moved it to 10 o'clock, and now it's 11 o'clock. And maybe it's not even that. Sometimes my box mail isn't there until the afternoon. And mail today is lighter than ever. There's less of it because of technology and the Internet. Yet the post office didn't try to improve its delivery. It simply said, we'll lower the standard. The funny thing is they have a sign in the post office that says, in the winter, if you do not shovel snow away from your mailbox and your sidewalk, we will not deliver. Yet guess what? The post office lot itself isn't shoveled well and you could kill yourself trying to get in. It's easier to lower the bar these days than it is to try to meet standards. We're doing away with top 10 scholars and valedictorians. Nobody wants to see us reward people who achieve highly in academia anymore. People would just rather have everyone treated equally despite the talent, despite the discipline, despite the hard work. You get an award today for showing up, not for excelling, just for walking in the door. It's like attendance is important. I get a a big charge when somebody says, gee, you've been married for 50 years and an audience applauds. I don't know if I deserve applause for being married for 50 years. That's what it was supposed to be like. Sickness and health, you know. There were people in Portsmouth, Rhode Island, uh, in the high school, parents whose kids were on the football team, and the school decided that if you got a D in any subject, a D, as in David, that you couldn't play football. And the parents protested. They said, no, 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 an F. They get an F, okay, but not a D. It's more important to play football than it is to prepare your kid for life, apparently. First-class service today often ain't. Remember the old Pan Am? Probably very few of you do. But when you flew on Pan Am, even though they didn't have today's technology and, you know, showers on the airplanes and lie-flat seats and all this, they had an a, a operation that was very, very smooth and very, very classy, the uh, Clipper Club, which was their private air club. You could only get into by invitation. You couldn't just pay 400 bucks a year and get in and walk in in shorts and cut your toenails on the tables. Don't laugh. I've seen people do that in United lounges. The flight attendants looked like uh, women who had just come out of a fashion magazine. I'm not talking about sex here. I'm just talking about being dressed well and made up well and their hair done, and they looked professional. Too much that happens today is out of legal fear. We lower our standards out of legal fear. Let everybody join a club as long as they pay the admission. We don't want to discriminate. You know, there were people in trouble at the beach, and this was at the Four Seasons Hotel in Palm Beach, Florida, but the beach was adjacent to the Four Seasons. And no one went to help these people. There was some kind of a paddleboard or jet ski or something mishap. And there were people in the water calling for help, clearly in trouble. The lifeguards at the Four Seasons, who had jet skis and all kinds of equipment, wouldn't go out there at first. And the crowd kept demanding that somebody go out there. A couple of swimmers, in fact, were going to attempt it. But they were a couple of hundred yards offshore, these people in trouble. And finally, the lifeguards went out and brought these people in. And when we asked hotel management about it later, they told us that their lifeguards were forbidden to help anybody outside of the direct beach at the Four Seasons because of legal liabilities. 
could be sued for trying to help them. And in fact, I've heard of lifeguards fired in New Jersey for swimming out to help people who weren't adjacent to the beach the lifeguards were assigned to protect. This is crazy. This is nuts. Everything is legal fear. I've had my car serviced and then the car left outside and when I picked it up, it was full of bird droppings. And when I said to the service manager, is this how you treat your customers and their cars? He told me, well, we don't have room inside to put all the cars. I said, yeah, but you have room to wash them before a customer picks them up. Sort of shrugged his shoulders. You know, we're scrupulous about truth on food labels, but not on service labels. You know, we tell you what kind of crap is in the food we eat, down to the, down to the millimeter, you know, down to the, the micro and the nano. But we don't tell people, honestly, about the kind of service they can expect. You know, imagine if they said, well, your mail will be here at three and your car will be oiled and lubed and you can pick it up at four and the cable people will be here at 1015. That doesn't happen, does it? Everyone expects a tip today just for being there. You know, the cashier in the self-service place has a tip jar for taking your money and giving you change. I don't believe a gratuity is appropriate. You never hear you're welcome anymore, only no problem. At the W in Times Square, the W Hotel in Times Square, you order coffee in the morning for breakfast, and the guy comes over and pours coffee, and I said, do you have cream? And he says, well, go get it. Now, why don't they bring the cream with the coffee? No, no, he has to go to a refrigerator behind the bar and pour cream from a large container into a small one. Then he comes back and I said, there's no spoon. In fact, none of these tables have spoons. He said, yeah, they should be set with spoons, but they're not. I'll go get one. Well, by the time he's back, the coffee's cold. No one's using their head, not management, not the servers themselves. He's making extra trips. I changed my lawn service, and when it came time for the very first application, the guy never showed, as promised on a day and a time, never showed. He calls a week later after I left a message, and he says to me I couldn't get the truck. It was in for repair. I called his boss and threatened to fire the bunch of them, and his boss pleaded and pleaded. We'll see what happens. You know, my paper guy, my paper delivery guy, Gets here in a blizzard. If there's five inches of snow at six in the morning, you'll see his tire tracks. And he's not driving an SUV. Coming up and around my driveway, 150 yards, and he leaves off the paper. Post office might not deliver mail because of the snow. You know, no, no, what happens in either, you know, gloom of night, rain, sleet, or snow, right? The bank changed my passcode without telling me without telling me, changed my passcode for quote-unquote security reasons. And it took me a half hour with the IT nerds to try to get the damn thing straightened out. The bank doesn't care. They're just protecting their ass. That's what banks do. They don't care about the customers. You know, I was driving into Providence on Interstate 95. I'm listening to AM radio, talk radio, and the, the, the traffic person on the radio says that there are extreme tie-ups on 95 and expect a 20-minute delay. Well, I'm doing 70 miles an hour. So I called the station on my hands-free phone, and I said, you know, your guy is wrong. There's no traffic out here. And he says, well, there was before. We can't be up to the minute. I said, you're a radio station. What are you, on delayed frequency, delayed broadcasting? You know, that's why they don't publish the traffic in tomorrow's newspaper in terms of what it was like today. He didn't get that.
At least half the Michelin-starred restaurants I've been to have disappointed me, and I've been all over the world. Half of them, one star or more, have disappointed me. No one in Rhode Island, million people here, seem to know what pastrami is, or how a bagel should taste, or feel like, or smell like. Is that so difficult? Once the cable people have your business, they simply don't care about appointments. It's too damn hard to change it. There are people making $15 million a year in sports. A lot of different kinds of sports. Baseball, football, basketball, soccer, I don't know, hockey. And they're mediocre. One guy on a $15 million a year uh, salary started this year 0 for 40. Last year he bat 168. 15 million a year and you're mediocre. An on-time departure, do you know this? An on-time departure from an airport means the plane leaves the gate within 15 minutes of departure time. So on time is on time within 15 minutes. And you've all experienced this. As long as the plane backs away from the gate six feet or so, it's a departure. If it sits there for the next 45 minutes while a pilot decides what he wants for lunch, it's still an on-time departure. I had to get a prescription at the pharmacy the other day. The doctor had written the, the script. 14 capsules, he said, one a day for 14 days. They handed me the box of capsules, and it said, contents 12. Am I the only one seeing this? Standardized testing's taking a wrap. What if you don't do well in standardized testing? Well, it's no good then. Let's change the electoral college. We don't like the results. Let's pack the Supreme Court. We don't like the results because we're all spoiled. We're all rotten losers. And on top of that, we're rotten winners. You don't have to speak English anymore to work in many places. I walked up to a guy who was cleaning the bar. He wasn't a bartender. He was a barback cleaning the bar in a hotel in New York. And I asked him a question and he gave me an ugly look. I mean, an ugly look and just frowned at me and shrugged his shoulders. I went over to the concierge. He said, oh, he doesn't speak any English. Then he shouldn't be facing customers. He shouldn't be out in public. You don't have to speak English to vote. You don't have to speak English to get a license. In Rhode Island, we're teaching kids in school to speak Spanish. I'm all for that. Americans are arrogant. We don't speak foreign languages. We expect everyone to speak ours. But if you're in our country and you want to drive and vote and work, I think English would be helpful. When somebody's arrested for drunken driving, we don't check whether they have an airplane license or a boating license. We just throw our hands in the air. Not our job. Yet those things, I think, are rather important, don't you? I see typos in newspaper headlines. I could go on and on. But the only people, the only entities, the only creatures I know that still support standards are dogs. They're doing a good job. Maybe the world should go to the dogs.